The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Rody. When you work in quality assurance, perfection comes easy. Tori Tuchilo. When Tori steps on the scene, you are his story. Eugene Henderson. In the game of life, I choose Jeopardy. Maria M. Where I come from, they sing God Save the Queen. The truth is, it's actually me. Becca Simon. If you can't stand the heat come to minnesota jill hirsch your petty drama can't take this warrior down jamie all some people call me cold but it's not me it's that minnesota weather sarah gibbs you may not like the cut of my jet but that's what you get from sarah gibbs richie d if you can't be cool you can't be with caduce megan shah i may be a model but i'll never be your model minority samaj bledson the fun bus is here and i'm driving on the turn Pike. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. Danny McLaughlin. First, I came out, and now I'm coming for everything. Kelly Paper. I may be from down under, but don't ever underestimate me. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Sarah Watkins, Philstein. Playtime is over. This mom means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist bumping, this mama brings the party. Jill Walsh. I made it up the hill myself and I'll kick any jack off. And finally, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is. overwhelmed i see that you burned down twitter here's the thing about twitter that i realized unfortunately today is that too late (laughs) too late is that you can tweet one tweet Mm -hmm. once that tweet is retweeted you're Mm -hmm. they can retweet it to support any of their own opinion like you you can take a tweet that says live the past four and a half years of trump that's what they do you can say I think the sky is blue and the grass is green. Mm -hmm. And somebody can retweet that and say, this person has an agenda against the color red. And you're like, I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say that. So I'm I'm bringing this up because – and to, here's the thing. There's nothing in the world I ever want to do to make somebody feel like I actively hurt them. Unless you are a racist piece of shit, then I will hate you. And I will yeah. – I'm will, not going to hurt you, but I will yeah. obviously talk about you being racist or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my intentions are never to make somebody feel like I am actively hurting them. And I don't think you – you did that or that the other person necessarily felt that way either i I think you have to understand which person there's a lot yeah yeah yeah. i know (laughs) i know quite a few people came and uh you know well we're burying the lead here yeah go ahead okay so unfortunately we release our wednesday episode on wednesday and wednesday we talk about salt lake city and wednesday Mm -hmm. also happened to be the day that jenny win decided no 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 no, that she the didn't. that she didn't decide anything. She's a yeah. fraud and a mm-hmm. fake and a racist. Mm-hmm. It's the day that everybody unearthed a profile that Jenny had on Facebook prior to making her public profile, which is the one that she uses for social media on Facebook. That just has a slew of race, not just racist, racist, violently racist, mm-hmm. violently Islamophobic, violently sexist. Mm-hmm. Violently misogynist, violently, yeah, all of those things posts on Facebook as recently as like October of 2020. <laughs> and which, like, in pandemic years, we have to say that like 2021 doesn't count as a year, so it was as, as early as last year in my mind, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. She's a walking, talking, you know, live representation of everything Trumper. Yes. Everything horrible, monstrous about humanity. She's yeah. Everything. She's terrible. She did do a apology afterwards, which was not at all an apology and doesn't a make any difference. 
a non-apology that does not detract from anything that she said, puts everything else that she might have said or done since joining the show in a different perspective for everybody, right? Yeah. Last week when we talked about Salt Lake City, we were literally laughing about you know, the hunting of vaginas. And I was having a shame spiral about why the fuck am I talking about this? What have I come down to? I've been reduced to talking about this. (laughs) And now I'm wishing for the good old days of talking about hunting of vaginas. Because, I mean, that was funny. This is no longer funny. Not anymore. No. There's nothing fun about this. We always say, like, the Housewives, we talked about this last week. Mm. The Real Housewives is a comedy show. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. It's never funny to be racist. Mm -hmm. That's never funny. Mm -hmm. What is especially... Hate is not fun. No, it's not. It's all... Well, although I'm a bit of a hater, so it's different. Yeah. (laughs) But already we're setting a double standard. We can hate hate Jenny, but Jenny cannot hate anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Come on. We don't, we're not wishing death on people here. Okay. We're We're hating the hater. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think what's especially egregious about what Jenny did is that she lied to us. Mm -hmm. She lied to us this season by making us think that she was this person who understood how important it is to have open conversations about stereotypes or, you know, microaggressions. Mm. That's the thing that I think is especially egregious is that she thought that she could sit here and make being racially aggressed against or Mm. having a racially insensitive statement made towards her a storyline. She yeah. really thought that she was doing that. We were applauding her for having gathered everybody and brought yeah. it and made it an open statement and bring it up. And I was the first one to, you know, say what Mary did was wrong and she shouldn't have said it because it's a very racist trigger yeah. for Asians. Yeah. For Asians and a lot of South Asians look like Asians. So we have yes. that in our demographic as well. We called out and we applauded Jenny for. It. And then all this while, Jenny was the one who was out and out a violent racist. A violent <laughs> racist. Yeah. And another thing that really upset us originally was also the fact that there was an accent being mocked, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have much of an accent. Arthi, you have an accent. And like I grew up being made fun of for my accent despite mm-hmm. not having one. Yeah. Just because of the way that I looked, right? Right. So right. something about that was triggering to us. In the same way, there are black viewers of Salt Lake City that have been saying something about Jenny is really triggering us. And mm-hmm. rightfully, they felt something was up. Mm-hmm. And we didn't pick up on it because probably because we're not black, because we didn't experience it. If a black person says that they feel that way, then it must be true because I'm not black. So I don't know that. Yeah. I don't feel that. So when people were saying, when specifically black viewers were saying something about the way that she's cocking her head and mm-hmm. she's waving her finger at, at Mary and the way she's popping off at Mary unprovoked Mm -hmm. the way she's wagging her finger the way she turns on a black scent Mm -hmm. on mary is Mm -hmm. coded and it's something else is going on and again i will admit we didn't talk about it on the podcast because it wasn't something that i automatically saw and my own non-black bias Mm -hmm. is that i have blinders to these things because i've never experienced them yeah so that's why we didn't talk about it because it wasn't something that hit our radar of something that we thought was problematic not because we chose to ignore what black viewers were saying but Mm -hmm. it was just something that we never picked up Mm -hmm. as all these facebook posts and everything are coming out black viewers are saying hey by the way we've been saying this whole time that Something about her is very problematic. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's a big part of why I think it's important for there to be black Bravo content creators because mm-hmm. they bring up a perspective that perhaps you might not see because that's not your experience. Mm-hmm. And it's important to listen to that. So yeah. us not bringing up the black scent wasn't because we don't think that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's because we literally didn't pick up on it because we're not black and we didn't hear it. Yeah. It's the same way that there's a lot of people that say, Mary wasn't mocking Jenny by using an accent. But for me, that was triggering because I've been mocked for my accent my whole life. But regardless of what Mary did to Jenny, regardless of what happened between Mary and Mm -hmm. Jenny, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Jenny is a racist mm-hmm. and Jenny should not be on the show. Mm-hmm. And what's really upsetting me is knowing that the reunion has already been filmed and you know that Andy spent a good 20 minutes on the reunion mm-hmm. talking about microaggressions, hatred mm-hmm. against Asians. I'm sure and- they brought up the uh, what Mary said to Jenny and they had a whole discussion about it. Mary was there but, to defend herself, but she would, I mean, they, I'm sure they had that discussion. I'm sure. And they probably asked Jenny, oh, what would you have said to Mary if she was here? They probably talked so much about it. And again, it pisses me off because Jenny straight up fucking lied to us. And what that did is she co-opted an issue that is very real in the Asian American community. Mm-hmm. The mocking of act accents, the slanted eyes, those are racist tropes against Asians. Slanted eyes is as sensitive to Asians as somebody talking about hair to black people. But now, because we know what we know about Jenny, that she is a violent racist, what she's actually done is she's made a mockery of the very real racism that Asian Americans face all the time. The language that was used by Mary, whether it was in ignorance or not, was hurtful to Asian Americans. It was triggering for me as an Asian watching the show. Calling it out on the show was absolutely the right thing to do. However, Mm -hmm. now that we know what we know about Jenny, the Mm -hmm. whole scene isn't actually even about gathering people and explaining to them why racially insensitive language is inappropriate. No. Jenny didn't actually care about bigotry against people of color because- Jenny herself is a raging, violent, ignorant, anti-black bigot. Jenny only cares about herself. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes me the most upset. And that's why I keep bringing up the mocking of Asians. Not Mm -hmm. because I think that somehow justifies Jenny's disgusting beliefs or that Mary is deserving Mm -hmm. of Jenny's violent racism. Like, absolutely not. There's no way that we would ever believe Mm -hmm. any of those things. I just don't want it to get lost that the words that were used were racially insensitive. They were inappropriate and they were deeply Mm -hmm. triggering to Asian viewers. Even if those words were used unintentionally or in ignorance, the words were still hurtful triggers. And the fact that it's now getting lost, Mm -hmm. that's actually not on Mary. That's on Jenny. Mm -hmm. Jenny is the one who did a disservice to the very people that she claims to care about. Like, I can't speak on behalf of Black viewers because I'm not Black. But I can speak as an Asian. And as an Asian, what Jenny did is extremely hurtful to Asian Americans because she used a very real genuine issue that happens to Asians all the time to come for Mary. And we know now that her coming for Mary isn't because she cares about racism Mm -hmm. or bigotry. It's because she herself is a racist who wanted to just wag her fingers at a person who represents the very people that she is actively violently racist against. She probably used the language that people have used against her to call out her bigotry against Mary. And that's the part that's fucked up. Right. I think what is also jarring right now, like we're recording this on Friday afternoon, And right now, what's going on is the women are now releasing statements two days after these tweets came Mm -hmm. out or these Facebook posts came out. And they're very generic, except for Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw made a very clear statement about who she was talking about, what post she was talking about, and how it was affecting her family. Now, there's rumors circulating that Bravo put a gag order on the housewives and said, Mm. you can only post something very generic and we cannot talk about it. Mm. This brings up issues that we've talked about, about like how we felt like Dallas was handled, how we Mm -hmm. felt like New York was handled. And it brings up again how they handle Monique or how they handle Kenya. Or Ebony. Or Ebony. Um, Yeah. And I think I have to say this, that in all of this, when people are fighting online, trying to say Jenny is the villain, but not uh, Mary and how they, and Mary is the villain and not Jenny and, or Jen is the, you know, the problem. Let me just say all three of them are terrible people. One of them is egregiously racist and the other is prejudiced and the one of them is a um, potentially a criminal, all of which is terrible. But but who picked them? It was Bravo. Bravo hasn't put out a statement, have they? Nope. It's been day three now. Bravo mm-hmm. is yet to put out a statement. Bravo is the one that gave these people a platform. Bravo is the one that picked Jenny in the first place. I can see how Bravo may not have known what Jen um, Jen was up to, but yeah. they're still continuing to give her a platform. I can see how they might they might not have understood or known enough about Mary, and they gave her a platform. But Jenny, Jenny, yeah. they could have found it through a simple 
investigation or a background check, regardless of how they might have missed it, at this point, day three, the Bravo has yet to put out a statement on how this could have happened in the first place. Yeah. And what are they doing about the next hiring process? What yeah. do they do? We want. I want to know from Bravo, what are the steps you're taking? I don't want a general statement either. I want an explanation from Bravo as to what steps they're taking in the hiring process going forward to make sure that they are not giving such egregiously terrible, monstrous people a platform. Yeah. If you want to be a monster about things like judging people for what they wear or like not liking somebody's spouse or spreading Mm -hmm. rumors about people, yes, that's a different kind of monster. But we're not going to sit here and argue about whether or not somebody who believes that other humans because of their the color of their skin should be dead should Mm -hmm. be given a platform. Like that's not even a discussion. I don't understand why we're sitting here and overlooking the humanity of people right like why are we overlooking people who have egregious stances on human beings why would bravo gag the other women why why can't they tell this is like oh hitler is bad but please don't say anything let us go through your statements before you make that statement (laughs) let me look at it before you put it on your instagram and you are not allowed to say it and we have to control what you say and you cannot be outright saying that this is this person is bad yeah yeah, it's like it's like, it's like a housewife being caught with like a clan hood on her head and then Bravo yeah. being like, well, let's can you just wait on it and see yeah. what we think should be like a good put together? Because right. here's the other thing. Bravo is also obsessed with storyline. They're always obsessed with protecting the storyline and making something viewable in the future. Right. Like yeah. they're probably saying to the women, oh, we don't want you to give away too much right now because yeah. we want to leave the viewers for like, you know, the excitement of, oh, what are they going to show on camera? That's what they're constantly doing. You're not Game of Thrones here, okay? You're not protecting some spoiler. We're talking about real people being forced to work with racist people that you probably knew were racist to begin with. Somebody that's not worth protecting. Yeah. And to me, it's like I want the black talent at Bravo to stand up at this point and demand that there is a change in the process of how they hire people. And yeah. I want them to demand that Jenny is fired. I want the talent at, at Bravo to do that and not be looking at just their coin and not, you know, speaking up. They might be doing it, but I want them to do it publicly. I want them to say publicly, I want the cast of Potomac, the cast of Atlanta, the uh, Married you know, to Medicine. Uh, married to Medicine. I want them to come out and demand a reckoning from um, Bravo because otherwise Bravo is always going to treat them as, you know, a way to make money off of their, you know, having them as talent on their um, channel and not necessarily treating them right, putting them into situations where Mary should not have been in the situation where she had to work with Jenny in the first place. Yep, period. It shouldn't have happened. No. If you had read any of the Jenny's posts, you would not put a black person in her presence ever. Yeah. Jenny was filming with these women in at least February, right? Mm-hmm. Jen was yeah. arrested in March. Yeah. Yeah. They were already filming for some time. Mm-hmm. She was filming with these women in February. Bravo mm-hmm. probably started scoping her out in the fall of 2020 mm-hmm. when all of these posts are very active. So right. what is your vetting process? Right. What is your vetting process and why is it that you're not even bringing that up in your produ- in your interviews with them during right. their confessionals when she's right. talking about race and ignorance and uh, respect and love and you know, being ignorant to racial stereotypes, why is no one in production saying, what do you think about black people, Jenny? I don't want them asking that of any of the housewives, to be honest. I don't well, want them asking that. Well, yes, for I Jenny, guess. if Jenny's for posts Jenny, were probably yes, seen. She shouldn't even be on camera. They shouldn't, you know, that's the point I'm making is that the talent at Bravo needs to step back and refuse to film until Bravo comes out with a process and a clear, open, transparent vetting process that they share with the talent. Because this is bullshit that this is still happening at Bravo. This is over a couple of years now that we have yeah. been watching Bravo, starting with Leanne Locke. And was she the first one that they tried to get out? Yeah. Starting with then. So it's been about two and a half, three years of Bravo 
being behind the eight ball, trying to understand what Leanne said, and the VPR mess, the the rest of the Dallas mess, all of which they uh, they need to be the ones that we should be focused on. Forget about Jenny. Forget about Mary. Forget about taking sides there. We should be focused on why is this even happening in the first place? It's because somebody at Bravo is making a lot of money exploiting these situations. Yeah, that's the other because thing. They're going to exploit this situation to get, make it a storyline for next year. That's mm-hmm. what. That's all. They are not going to fix the situation. They're going to use it to make more money. That's all. Yeah, yeah. That's been another thing that I've been struggling with with like Mary, right? Is mm-hmm. we've talked about this a lot where we've talked about like Mary being emotionally stunted. Mary mm-hmm. being a person who shouldn't be on TV, not because she makes an offhand comment about race or about an Asian person or no, culture. I said this before she made any of those comments. I said this in the the first season. She makes you uncomfortable because it's not yeah. fair for her to be on TV, not because we think that we're uncomfortable by her wealth or anything but because I don't think that Mary is aware that she's being exploited mm-hmm. yeah Mary is the butt of the joke without realizing that she's the butt of the joke right and I think that's been very clear like you've especially made it super clear since mm-hmm. last year that like she reminds you of like the way that Michael Jackson was like trapped and yeah. like not allowed yeah. to be a whole person I did not watch Mary's mother's interview yeah I didn't either but I'm I, not going to yeah I, I think that's again exploiting her it's yeah still exploiting her They're, exactly people are still exploiting her people are still finding ways to get famous by taking the tragedy that is Mary Cosby. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Mary realizes that that's what's happening around her. And it's very sad. Yeah. And it's just just very telling because between Bravo's silence in the last three days and just how they've even dealt with Kenya wearing a costume or Mm -hmm. saying Bravo doesn't condone violence over Mm -hmm. Monique. Mm -hmm. Bravo is quick to say something when it's a a black person making a mistake. Mm Mm-hmm. But Bravo is very silent when they themselves or anybody who is like them fucks up. Yeah. Because we've said this before. I think Bravo is still made from the lens of a white person. Right. They want to wave their finger at black people, but they don't. But they when it comes to a white person, it's always I want to make an example of them and show Mm -hmm. growth and make it a Mm -hmm. learning opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. But with a black person, it's always like we told them to shut the fuck up and they had to. Yeah. You know, and we apologize for these black people's bad behavior. Yeah, I seriously, again, I'm going to say it again. Black talent at Bravo needs to stand back and say, we are not filming it more. Yeah, and that includes... We see a transparent process for vetting that includes looking at somebody's background and what they think and feel about minority. Yeah, and and that includes... And that doesn't just, that's just not about the cast. It's not about people who are in front of the camera, Mm -hmm. but people who are behind the camera. So production people, people in the editing suites, Mm -hmm. like they should all be very vocal about what's going on at Bravo. And we've said it, we've asked this question a million times. Who is at the actual table making decisions? Are they, is it a diverse group of people? Right. Is there representation there? Right. There isn't. Like that thing they did a couple of years ago during the height of Black Lives Matter of this is a moment, this is a movement, mm-hmm. not a moment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was because Candy was going to do it on her own. And Bravo right. said, no, 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 wait, let us do it. Let us do it right. with you. Right, right. They co-opted what Candy was going to do and made it their own thing. Right. And it's like, I hope that in this moment, Candy says, mm, I don't know what's yeah. going on over there. I hope so. I don't know what's going on because now Candy is coming up with her new um, OLG show as well. So she just launched the promos for it. I know. I I would have held that, held on to it, and said, "I'm not. I'm refusing to do the promos." I also think that a lot of the other shows are not aware of what's going on. They don't pay attention. Yeah, that is part of the issue. Is that they're just looking at their little bubble. They're not looking at the entire network and what how the network is treating other black people, and how the network is not taking ownership for the mistakes the network is making. Let's not forget who put Jenny in our living rooms. It was Bravo TV. And nobody is bringing up Bravo TV in all of the Twitter um, mess where everybody is mad and screaming and yelling and talking about getting Jenny fired. Nobody's holding Bravo TV accountable for 
having not vetted her properly. And by the way, without a question, Jenny should be fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is nothing to do excuse that. I'm just saying there's a higher person who's, who is more responsible for this shit happening and they should also be held responsible. Yeah. That's all. I didn't watch Watch What Happens last night or the day before but like andy's what is it the donkey of the day or whatever he calls it what is it jackass yeah jackhole jackhole yeah andy's jackhole should be jenny yeah are we not getting a jenny jackhole because that's what we need to get is a jenny jackhole but even if you think about like how kelly dodd was handled Mm -hmm. kelly dodd was just not brought back the the following season that's it there was no statement about kelly dodd leanne lockin was just not brought back the next yeah. season. Yeah. You know? But it, did it change anything? No. Apparently, Jenny was hired right after all of this, right? Yeah. So it didn't change anything because Bravo didn't own up to its own shit. Yeah. Day two, Bravo was promoting Salt Lake City and had, you know, Jen and Lisa going at each other. And they were talking about that. And I'm like, this is the first tweet about Salt Lake City after the debacle. And this is what you tweet? Yeah. You are ignoring the big elephant in the room? This is what you're going to tweet about? Yeah. Really? It's insane. Yeah. Well, How do we even pivot from this? How do we? How do we pivot? What I can tell you is that Emily Simpson is very hot in a bathing suit. She is. Oh, my God. I was looking at all of her bathing suit choices and I was like, okay, so I can wear it that kind of a style and then I can I guess oh, that's nice I was no, watching I, it and I, I was saying I cannot can't. I probably cannot Emily still has a flat stomach she still is like quite flat and her thighs are pretty okay they they are her, shapely they're not her like thighs are spectacular yeah her Mine body does, is amazing there's no descript there's no differentiation between butt and thigh which is why I cannot wear oh <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's talk about OC. The -hmm. ladies go to Cabo. Heather Mm -hmm. invites them all to go Mm -hmm. except for Noella until Mm -hmm. Gina tells Heather, hey, maybe you should bring Noella as a favor to me. Because Gina was told by production, you got to do this, Gina. That's (laughs) why. Okay. Gina is like, okay, give me those extra, extra little, you know, if I'll do it for another hundred thousand, I'll go into Heather's closet. Yes. Do it for me. For me. Yeah. She's. Gina, yeah, exactly. Noella, what the heck? Exactly. But Heather tells Gina that Noella gifted Max an inappropriate card game. <laughs> Which I don't think she did it deliberately or she knew what the cards were going to say. I think she saw something under the rainbow umbrella of games, you know, board games. And she found one and she gave it to her. I don't think she went through each of those cards to figure out what it But I don't think that it was. I think it's all of the cards are like that. <laughs> <laughs> so noella noella is such a mess i am torn about her being on the show because she's very messy in an entertaining way in an unhinged she's, way but also like especially she's like ne- scary messy mm. like she's like kim richards like you are like uh, okay it's funny 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 and then all of a sudden you're like oh my oh god no my issue with noella is that to me, she's always seems inauthentic. Like even yes. her saying, oh, well, thanks for the late invite. Like you were obviously not cool with Heather. You went to her house and you accused her of slamming people against a wall. And then right. you expect to be invited to her trip. Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But even later, she's the one that makes herself late to come to Cabo. And then mm-hmm. she's salty about not being greeted. Mm-hmm. You're the one that didn't know that you could... You had to you get bring your passport yes. to fly international. No, what she says. I was listening to her, and I know there's just like a passport card and a passport. Yes, book. she said I had my passport card, but I didn't know I needed my passport book to yeah. travel. Yeah, in, and I'm like, I think you need you could do with either. I don't believe that you had your passport card and couldn't travel. You can't use a passport card on a commercial international flight. So what do you use it for then? What's the point of a passport card? Driving. Uh, Like if you go to Canada, you can use a passport card instead of a passport or Mexico. Or as she said, PJ, which is like, this is another thing that annoys me. Women who act like they don't know what life was like before they were rich, Mm -hmm. especially if they're newly rich, are the worst. Mm -hmm. Like this is very akin to Erica being like, oh, I went to a bank for the first time in my life. It's like... 
No, like Noella being like, I'm sorry, I just recently stopped using a PJ, so I don't remember. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like You've only been with this rich, man for six like, years and you're like 40. She was like, it's a poor little rich girl issue. I'm like, no. It's- <laughs> you know who was the MVP of this episode? Who? Fun Shannon. Fun Shannon, apparently uh, Heather gave her edibles on, yes. the, on the PJ. Yes. I was like, Fun Shannon needs more edibles in her life. She's so funny. <laughs> Even when when she, Gina, and Emily sit down on the beach to talk, Gina's like, all right, let's open up some champagne, get comfortable, and talk. start talking shit. <laughs> the fact that Shannon almost gets killed by not one but two champagne corks. <laughs> that was hilarious. That's what I want in my shows, please. I want, like, champagne corks flying. I want, you know, sunburned. Yeah. <laughs> I want Shannon jumping into a pool fully dressed. <laughs> like, I, I actually, want. yeah, I thought it was great. I also think that it showed what a great mom Heather is because, first of all, I'd love to travel with her. I love a plan. You know me. I, I was all, I was all, I was like hard agree with Gina. Yes. Yes. I want somebody else to plan it to the T just like Heather does. She is, she's planned everything. She made them get there. And then she said, it's all yours. Do whatever you want. Your time is yours. She didn't plan the events and activities. She said, here are the different activities. Go do your activities, whatever you want to do. I loved it. It's like she knows that these are moms. And, you know, moms were constantly planning stuff. And she said, hey, guess what? For a couple of days, you don't have to think about anything. You just need to show up. Yeah. And it was so magical. What a gift. Like, I want to be friends with Heather. And I don't care how snobby she is, even if she looks down on me and is clearly judging me for how poor I am. Yeah, I am all (laughs) Gina. At that moment, I was like, I get it, Gina. I get it. Oh, my God. But also, she's... Yeah. Last week, I was saying I didn't like Heather showing off so much. (laughs) This week, I'm like, uh, yeah, but as long as you're planning trips like this for me, I'm okay with it. Go show off. Let's go check out your stuff. You're building more houses? Sure. You want to give a big mansion to each of your kids? Sure. Let me help you plan it. I appreciate also that she's like a great parent who understands like transitioning your children into spaces that they like are comfortable with because she gave Gina a casita to stay in because she knows Gina needs to be in a space that she understands. (laughs) She's familiar with. They had extra rooms and Gina and uh, Gina and Emily were like, no, we want the same room. We want to be together. We don't care about the room. This is so Heather made sure that there were enough rooms. She told them all, this is my room. Everybody else pick a casita. You have your own space. Do you here are all the activities you can do in this resort? Go do that. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And then she had her own agenda and everything. It was perfect. It was beautiful. It was until, incredible. Until Noella showed up. Noella made it about her. I think Jen is right where she made it the Noella show. She talked about her own divorce. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, putting the other women down. Yeah. She talked about talking shit. She talked about Nicole. Yeah. And it's funny because Noella admits to all of the things that she said to Nicole, basically. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's like, I know who's trying to discredit me. It's Heather. But it's like, is it discrediting if everything you're saying is they're saying is true? Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't even respond like when Heather, uh, when Gina says, did you say this to Nicole? And she's like, yeah, I was in a bad space. Sorry. Yeah. That seems to be <laughs> like, her excuse this whole time. Is She says yeah. terrible things and she goes, oh, I don't know. I was in a bad space. I'm going through a divorce, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, that's the part that I think is hilarious because I'm like, yeah. oh, you're messy, but you're lazy. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the rumor mill is that Nicole was told by Heather and Terry after their maniacal laugh and all of that, <laughs> they actually got back to her and said that she cannot have any more conversations with Noala or anybody else publicly about that lawsuit even if somebody else brings it up you cannot engage in that if she did then she would be violating some kind of a agreement that they have legal agreement they have about it mm-hmm. and that's why nicole was kept hanging up on noella and said i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it and noella kept pushing it and that's what happened and nicole was like okay i cannot do this show anymore i believe that yeah i believe that too i think it's legally how 
people would react. I think that's exactly a Dubrow move. It's not just a Dubrow move. Anybody who has a lawsuit and you agree not to speak about the lawsuit as part of your settlement, that's oh. what legally that covers. You're not allowed to do that. Mm. It only came up because Shannon brought it up. Oh, that's true. Noala also did an interview recently where she talked about how when she joined the show, she mm. told Terry and Heather, I'm going to, you know, we're going to steal your blueprint of what it's like to show a couple on TV. Mm. So yeah. she joined the show thinking her and James, that she and James were going mm. to be the new Terry and Heather with their glam mm -hmm. and their money and all yeah. that stuff and their beautiful yeah. house. She wanted to be Heather Dubrow when yeah. she joined the show. So for her to right. suddenly be like, I'm so unimpressed by Heather and like coming for Heather is like hilarious to me yes. because it shows yes. how inauthentic Noella is and how right. how actually thirsty she is. Yeah, yeah, she is. And that, I, I think that's where, you know, yes, Heather can be a terrible person. She can be uppity. She can be obnoxious, whatever. But that's her. She's being yeah. authentically her. Exactly. Noella, you are not being authentically you. Your authentic you is actually quite messed up. Yeah. Quite, quite thirsty. And you are not being that. I just don't believe anybody who's only been rich for, say, like under 10 years coming mm -hmm. in with this much like fancy, fake fancy lady energy. Like Shannon, this is the thing about Shannon I, I will appreciate. Mm -hmm. Shannon is currently 100% downsized from the life that she used mm -hmm. to have with David. Certainly. Right. But right. Shannon also grew up wealthy. Her yeah. dad is rich. He was hobnobbing yeah. with Dean Martin. So like... <laughs> Yeah. Her family is rich. Shannon yeah. is previously rich. And ri yeah. Shannon has the confidence of a poor person, which is yes. what makes Shannon so funny. When poor people <laughs> try to have the confidence of a rich person, it's also funny, but in a cloying way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, That's like the perfect, difference. Perfect analysis there. <laughs> but, you know. By the way, I also have the same confidence as Shannon, but mm. I am a poor person. <laughs> It's more authentic for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was all fine until uh, Noella showed up and I was like, I'm tired. Stop, Noella. Stop talking. Throwing away the tequila, giving it back, acting like worse the eyes, doing too much. This is the kind of situation where I don't want to engage with some people like that I like that. And I can see myself in real life. I would I would not touch Noella with the, you know, 10 foot pole. I would at the like same at the same time, we need Noella because I feel like without her, it wouldn't be, be quite messy enough. Uh, can we get somebody less shrieky? Wait, what did we find out what happened with Nicole? Because she was at the bathing suits. Yeah. And then, and then they were just like, she's not coming. Yeah, we didn't even talk she, about her not coming. Yeah, they didn't talk about it. They didn't say anything other than, oh, yeah, she can't make it. She's not coming. <laughs> that was it. I was like, is that how Jenny is going to be dealt with? <laughs> it better not be. I want everybody to be like, oh, shit, she's racist. She, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I want, <sighs> you know, I want them to open an LA Times, you know, article and have a meet up in Dorit's house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I want. Exactly. <laughs> what I want. I want you to sit there and look at it and gasp. And then I want yeah. Lisa Barlow to tell me how she feels because her longtime friend Jenny is a racist. Yes. That's what I want to know. <laughs> because I certainly think Jenny is racist. Sorry, I'm going to go back to this for a minute. 100% Jenny is racist, but the circles that Jenny functions in are the same circles as Lisa Barlow. Do you think Lisa Barlow never let out a deep sigh in June of 2020 and said, oh, I'm so worried about these small businesses that are getting affected by the protests, which she probably called riots. Do you think that didn't happen? Because she put up a black think... square, probably? Come on. I don't know. Let's find out. We'll see. I don't know. I yeah, don't trust Somebody anyone. find her her redacted Facebook page. That she <laughs> find yeah. out if she liked any of Jenny's posts, please. Yeah. By the way, there was a post of jenny's and because i went and found her facebook page yeah. too now it's gone the page is gone but on that page she had gotten fresh wolf product from lisa in fall mm -hmm. of 2020 and she said thanks so much my friend lisa barlow mm -hmm. so she and lisa were friends, friends in fall of facebook. 2020 on facebook yeah, so there's no way that lisa didn't see any of those posts exactly just, that's my yeah. point that's the point yolanda yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's talk oh. about miami 
unlike OC in um, Miami, they they had fewer than a number of rooms than the women, and half of the episode was spent on just talking about whether Larsa, the hostess, should get the best room or not. And Larsa couldn't wild? even make an argument for it. Larsa, you're so weak. Larsa is so stupid, you guys. She's so stupid. Why would she even give them the choice? Larsa, you just say, that's my room. You guys go pick up the other rooms. Yeah, figure it out. And Lisa, why can't you have, why can't you share a room? This like, do you have flatulence or something? Like, do you have like terrible, <laughs> like why? Why can't you share a room one for once? What was confusing was at the end, did she end up taking Kiki's room? Is that what happened? Because Kiki was by herself. She was, in the end, she was in Alexia and Marisol's room. Cuddling. Cuddling on a little pull-out bed. I don't know if they were actually going to stay in that room. The whole thing was a mess. But the whole thing was very much, the unspoken thing this episode was, we are the OGs of the show. And mm-hmm. we don't want the new girls to run game on us. That yes. is essentially what it was. It was very yeah. much Alexia and Marisol feeling like we're this team. Even Adriana being like, yeah. how dare Larsa get picky about the rooms or be act like Queen Bee just because she set up this trip. You've been yeah. missing for 10 years from yeah. this group. When she says from this group, she means the show. The show, yeah. I was very confused about why Nicole was on the show because she felt like she was out of place. But now I get it. So everything that we hear is everybody around the table saying Nicole is a big gossip. And none of them like Nicole. Yeah. But we haven't seen Nicole play any shenanigans. It's all with people that are outside of this cast circle. Mm -hmm. That whatever Nicole has been doing is outside of this cast circle. And the cast does not want Nicole in their group at all. Mm. That sort of made me think about how Nicole and her husband made friends with Julia and Martina. Uh-huh. I always wondered why it was just Julia and Martina. Why didn't they include some other person? Why didn't Alexia join the group for that trip? Why was Nicole having a direct one-on-one with Julia when she's come into the group through Martina? You mean she so came odd. into the group with Alexia? Alexia, yeah. Yeah, it was a very Nicole-heavy episode. We started with picking up with this lunch, and I Mm want to pick this up because by the end of that lunch, she stormed off in a way that I think confirms what we thought before, which is production made her have this conversation Mm -hmm. on camera. Production said, if you could bring your dad on TV, I think that would be really interesting. And then she sat down with him and said, this is not worth it. She kind of shouts out, I'm done. I'm, I'm calling it. I got to go. It was embarrassing. He's a lunatic. She says, you guys, he's a lunatic. Like she does not want to film with this guy. And I also want to say Nicole shouldn't have to film with him. And just in general, just because you share DNA with somebody doesn't mean you have to tolerate their toxicity. And that goes for your parents. You don't have to tolerate your alcoholic father if he is upsetting you as an adult. Yeah. You can keep I mean, your she was genuinely upset when, yeah. when her lower lip started trembling and she was on the verge of just bursting out crying. I was like, oh, my God, this is real right now. Yeah. So then they show the scene of Nicole talking to her partner mm-hmm. and she says, I'm in she says, I'm emotionally exhausted from and then mm-hmm. they do an ADR, which is when they dub a line later mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. says, for me talking to my dad mm-hmm. and then it goes back to the scene and says, that I'm not sure if I want to go. So mm. something else was said in that it was scene. Yeah, it was like awkward editing in that moment. You and could I see think that. what was said was probably, I'm not sure if I want to be on the show anymore because mm. it's too exhausting. Yeah. So then when they all go to the Hamptons and now suddenly Nicole is being attacked, it tells yeah. me that there was something that happened with production that said, we got to get Nicole in the mix. So you yeah. guys really need to pep this up because this is all too nicey-nicey. So yeah. far, everybody's being too nice. And by the way, you don't have Gertie on right now. So you guys can't take your microaggressions out on Gertie. So yeah. you have to go for somebody, right? Yeah. Larsa's only fans and Lisa's wealth is not enough for us to sustain the show. So you guys right. got to do something. Right. So then the ladies start fighting over rooms. Adriana turns to the one trick she knows, which is getting naked, being mm-hmm. hypersexual, queer baby. Right. Nobody falls for it. Everybody's like turned off by it. And they just like leave her. They're like, this yeah. is so weird. And they leave yeah. her. Then Lisa starts being a brat about not wanting to share a room, probably because she does have gas and because she seems like somebody who clenches her butt all day. And then when she gets 
alone in her bed, she like lets it rip. <laughs> That's what I felt like. <laughs> Just like, do you fart in your sleep? Is that why you don't want to share a room? Like, you don't even share a room with your husband? Okay. <laughs> she keeps saying. So then, then they're all arguing. Uh-huh. Alexia is annoyed with Lisa because Lisa's being a brat for good reason. Alexia uh-huh. should be annoyed with Lisa for that. Mm-hmm. Nicole mm-hmm. jumps in and she's like, hey, like you guys are being super aggressive to Lisa. And mm-hmm. Lisa has at this point confided in Nicole in saying Alexia is being really weird to me. And so mm-hmm. Nicole feels to, the urge to say, hey, let me defend my friend. Mm-hmm. And that's when Alexia says, we're friends mm-hmm. who have been friends a lot longer than Nicole showing up, which says yeah. old castmates versus new castmates. Right. <laughs> Alexia starts crying over it. And she says, I'm really stressed out about my wedding. And I'm like, your wedding is not a reason to be a jerk to people. What wedding, though? You haven't picked a venue. You haven't <laughs> done anything. So it's like. It's like me saying I need to change a job but not applying for a job. Or I need <laughs> I need to win I need uh, lots of money but not buying a lottery ticket. You have to do something before you can get stressed out about it not going through. <laughs> yeah. And then it, just to give you an insight of the kind of person Alexia is, Nicole is like, I honestly feel like I'm arguing with like a frustrated attorney. I have an, a frustrated attorney at home and now I'm dealing with the same thing. Basically mm. saying Nic- Alexia is like that. Alexia mm. says to Nicole, by the way, I am a frustrated attorney and I really wanted to be one, but my dad passed away. Like that sentence is Alexia in a nutshell. <laughs> she does things and then she justifies them because of a tragedy that she has had in her life. That, in a nutshell, was Alexia. I was like, oh, that's who you are. <laughs> when you're called out for your bad behavior, you talk about some other sadness, sad thing that happened to you. That's why she's like, everyone's like, why are you getting like, so stressed? So many sad, real sad, really sad yes. things in her, in her quiver. So she can always pull out that arrow. She's, she's like, here you go. Yeah. Here's another sad thing. By the way, my husband was a drug dealer. Like, yeah. you know, I am frustrated because my ex-husband was gay. Like, <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything, Alexia. <laughs> and that's when Alexia says, you know, I'm the one who brought Nicole into the group. And mm. now she is kissing Lisa's ass. How mm. dare you? And at that mm. moment, Marisol and Alexia decide we're going to come after Nicole because mm. she's not kissing our asses. Right. Then Alexia and Lisa are mad. Or Alexia and Marisol are mad because Lisa brought her hairdresser. I was like, what is your problem? Right. No, then- but Lisa was mad at Alexia for trying to explain to Alexia, to Lisa that, look, this is... Larsa's Larsa's event. (laughs) Let Larsa have the big room. You don't have a room, Lisa. Stop saying that you need a single room. You don't have one. So get over it. And Lisa got mad at that. And so Alexia was all hurt, but hurt about that. They were trying to appease Lisa, and Lisa didn't care about it. And Alexia was like, "Okay, I'm but hurt about it." And then Lisa brought her glam and. Both Alexia and Marisol were exchanging, you know, looks and saying, what? Why would you bring your glam? Because she brought her glam. You guys didn't bring your glam. That's not that's not her fault. She was able to fly her glam out for whatever reason. Because eventually when she showed back out, she could have done all of that herself. She didn't need glam for that. I don't think she can do it by herself. I don't know. She was wearing jeans and a short top and she had her hair had been curled up and that's about it i don't think that she knows how to do that that's my point i don't i think lisa's so rich she did her makeup herself yeah but i think with her hair i think lisa is so rich for so long that she's always had somebody do her hair if i could have somebody do my hair every single day i would Mm -hmm. i can do my own makeup but my hair Mm. yeah i would do that At that point, then, Marisol decides, okay, let me be, you know, a little Alexia cheerleader and just start shit. Even the game she introduces is so ridiculous. Like, it's so (laughs) – she's so bad at it. She's like, who here do you trust the least? To the juggler. Like, let's say, who do you not trust here? Yeah. And go on. Ask me who I don't trust. Yeah. And she's like, I want to introduce a game. Like, that's not a game. (laughs) That's like an actual question. Yeah. It's it's almost like production was like, we need you to start something. And she was like, I have a perfect game. And I'm sure when she said it, somebody in the camera, the cameraman probably looked at each other like, all right, like, I guess that's the best she can do. Wear your hazmat suits. (laughs) Something's about to pop. It was so corny. It was worse than uh, Cynthia Bailey's games. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Like, this is Cynthia's games are games. 
Yeah, the Bailey Q would never have that game. The Bailey no. Q would find an offhand shady way of saying that, but this was not even <laughs> shady. It was just like a straight up like, hey, who do you fucking hate here? <laughs> no one wants like, to say this. And then Kiki is like, can we say more positively who do you love here? I like, love Kiki so much. I love her so much because she's always like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> and Larsa is like, Kiki, keep saying, oh, my God. And she's like, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then no one wants to play. And then everyone's like, well, Marisol, why don't you just tell us since you're the one that <laughs> brought this up? And then she says, I trust Nicole the least because she talks a lot of shit. And then Marisol gives no direct examples. She she never says, says, Nicole says these things to me, said these things to me. She says, I know somebody who I can't name, but they told me because I trust them. They told me that you said that. And then with a very straight face, she said, I never start shit. I'm like, you're literally doing it right now. Literally, if you've watched the last three seasons of Miami, (laughs) Marisol has been dragged for talking shit behind people's back. And being sneaky. Yeah. For three seasons. Yeah. And Alexia's like, Marisol never lies. I'm like, okay, Okay, Alexia. So, like, it's funny because it first starts with, why are you being nice to Lisa when you've talked Mm. shit about Lisa? And Nicole defends herself Mm. and said, I don't like Lisa's style because that's not really my style. But I don't think that's talking shit. Mm. That's me saying I have an opinion about the way I dress and the way Lisa dresses or even their house. Mm. Their house is not my style. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. That's for her. And this to me. And and Nicole's doing like an amazing job of defending herself. When Lisa doesn't really take the bait, then Alexia and Marisol bring up Larsa. And they know Larsa is just dumb enough. Dumb enough to be set off by this because so dumb. Larsa, they tell Larsa, oh, Nicole said that you being on OnlyFans makes you a hooker. And Nicole's like, I didn't say that. I said mm-hmm. I had preconceived notions about it. I did my due mm-hmm. diligence. And then mm-hmm. they flash back to the party of her actually defending yeah. it and yeah. saying, no, guys, it's like a whole platform. Like you really need to understand yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because if you flash back to that party, there's only mm-hmm. two people who keep saying it's trashy and it's porn. Alexia mm-hmm. and Marisol. Yeah. So now they're saying that Nicole is the one that said it. And Larsa is so stupid that she starts <laughs> screaming at Nicole and saying, calling her a gold digger, saying that, you know, she talks too much shit. And Nicole mm-hmm. is like, what is going on here? And so Nicole starts to defend herself. And Alexia is so lame because then she goes, oh, so see, now you know how you feel when you're getting agitated and everybody's yelling at you. Now you know how you feel. It's like, yeah, Nicole is getting agitated because Marisol just said, you talk shit about everybody. And then Larsa called her a gold digger. Yeah. Alexia, you were getting agitated about somebody else not wanting the room that they stayed room. in and getting a and hairdresser. And not even, it was nothing to do with you. You could have let Larsa fight for her room or not. Yeah, it's like those things are not the same. And then Larsa keeps yelling at Nicole and being like, you have a child out of wedlock, but I don't judge you. Which, like, in of itself is, like, a super judgmental statement. I'm like, weren't you friends with um, uh, Kourtney Kardashian? Aren't yeah, you your like, best friends are the Kardashians. <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? What? How are they friends? How are you friends with them? And it's not how you were brought up. Yeah, exactly. It's stupid. It makes it, like, Larsa is so dumb. I, she- told, I really, truly thought this is where, this is when somebody points out that she's turned, in, this is when Adriana points out that she's turned into a Kardashian. I thought, oh, now is the Kardashian moment. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that wasn't nope. it. <laughs> nope, not it. Mm. And oh. then Nicole being the brilliant mm. person that she is, because mm-hmm. let's remember, Nicole is actually educated. She's a doctor. Like, she knows yeah. How to talk yeah. to people. Yeah. Right. She's intelligent. She can string a full sentence together. Right, right. <laughs> you know, she tells Marisol what Alexia said about Marisol, which is that Marisol just got married essentially to be on the show. <laughs> and that Marisol is bored. And Nicole swears on her son. And of course, Alexia plays stupid because, and it's an important distinction because Nicole tells Marisol what Alexia said about Marisol. Right. Marisol yeah. accuses Nicole of saying things to other people who are not in the room to confirm whether or not she said those things. It's yeah. like a huge difference. It's yeah. like so funny because Marisol tried so hard and she flopped. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the most confusing thing was Lisa then says, 
guys, I don't really care. Let's move on. Yeah. And the end of the episode is Alexia Marisol chumming up with Lisa after they were the ones talking shit about her the whole time. I know. The whole night. And and then Larsa choosing to believe Alexia, but not choosing to believe Nicole for whatever reason. Larsa doesn't even know where to stand at this point because she doesn't know. She's like, oh, okay, so you keep switching sides. Um, she says that to who? Adriana or somebody? She's like, oh, you keep switching. Oh, Lisa. She says, you keep switching sides. Then Larsa reaches out to Adriana and says, Adriana, do you have something to say? And Adriana is like, no, I'm eating my corn. <laughs> like, I'm not getting involved in this. Yeah. Uh, and then Julia tries to make it about, hey, you cannot be telling somebody something about having a child out of wedlock, and that's wrong. But Larsa has no idea what Julia is saying. Larsa cannot comprehend that. And so the whole argument goes back and forth for no particular reason. I was surprised at how put together um, Nicole ended up being at the yeah. end of it. I was like, I would have torn my hair off my head. I would be like, what is going on? You guys are so idiotic. Because I think Nicole is actually intelligent and she knows that the people that she's talking to are too stupid to understand what she's mm. saying. Yeah. I think the core of the issue is right there that Nicole is smart enough to know these are not women who are going to understand what I'm saying right now. Mm. So I'm going to stop. I made my case. Yeah. What they decide from here on, that's on them. Yeah. I really appreciate a voice of reason in these conversations because dumb people love fighting with people who are smarter than them. Yeah. Because like a dumbass will feel really hurt by just the existence of a smart person stringing mm. together words that make sense. Yeah. Like yeah. they just get super insecure. It's like the Teresa Jackie thing early on, yeah. you know? If a smart person um, strings together a coherent argument, then the dumb person can say, look, you're, you, oh, so you're superior than me? Yeah. Yeah, you and make them feel me. like an elitist if yeah. they do not respond because they don't want to respond to stupid arguments. They're like, okay, I'm not going to engage in this stupidity. Then they can say, oh, so now you, so you agree with me? You have nothing to say, huh? So you're walking yeah. away. Which is so it's always a lose lose. It's like having uh, the. It's like watching the presidential debate with yeah. Do with Donald Trump being one of them, right? So it's like you cannot win with stupid. You cannot. Yes. You just and, and that's also what Alexia did to Nicole earlier. Nicole was like, when Nicole was like, hey, you've been really aggressive lately. And I know that you have a lot going on, but like, you're really letting it out on us. Yeah. And Alexia says, oh, what? So you're perfect? Like, yeah. which is like, that's nobody said that. Nobody yeah. said that. Yeah. And people only say that when they are too sensitive to take any criticism of themselves mm -hmm. and have surrounded themselves with yes men. Yeah. Like yeah. we saw this with Portia. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. It's the same thing. But I did really love this episode. Despite like not a ton happening. Not a ton happening. And that the the house in the Hamptons was not even as good as the summer house house. It yeah, was like a, it was a fine. Dud. There's more rooms in the summer house house. Right. <laughs> it's like how did they end up in the small ass house with no views? No. I'm excited for Gertie to come next week. I missed her on this episode. I know. I do like Kiki, though. I love I Kiki. I do like her. I don't understand why she's just a friend of. I need more. She was like, I've had a lot of coffee. I need to do caca. <laughs> just like a bathroom. I love her. I also love in the preview of next week when everybody's fighting, Gertie's like, guys, I feel really loved. <laughs> And that would totally be me. It'd be like, I know yeah. a lot of drama happened yesterday. Maybe it wouldn't have been good if I was here. But now I feel left out and I'd like to be included in your fight. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. Well, well, guys. I hope you have a better day than you've had so far. And, you know, it's not worth engaging on Twitter. It's not worth having that conversation. And yeah. one or two people's opinion does not matter. Yeah, I just situation. want people to know that, like, we think Jenny is trash. Yeah. Period. I think, you, we, I think we've said it. I think they're not hearing it. That's yeah. not our problem. It's okay. We've said it multiple multiple times. Just because they don't hear it doesn't mean that we don't. We haven't said it. We have said right. everything. We have said Jenny is trash. We have said Jen is trash. And we also maintain that Mary shouldn't be on the on TV. She's yeah. She shouldn't be on TV. Yeah, Mary should not be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. For reasons beyond her beyond, problematic yeah. statements. Yes. For reasons that, that yeah. go beyond and reasons that go into like exploitation of a person who should not be on TV. Yes. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you. God knows what they're going to show on Sunday. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how do they re-edit that show? 
God. What, is, what are they going to do? Are they just going to scrap it like New York? <sighs> it would be fun if they just scrap it and don't even show the reunion and they're like, okay, we're not going to. They the, just the show's run. Done. They just run Chris Lee Knows Best for like five <laughs> week, days. It's like you turn on. It's like Chris Lee Knows Best on how to lose and a guy in 10 days. You and I are going to be talking about how wrong Chris Lee is and how problematic he is. Oh, God. Oh, God. The content there. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just going to be that. How to lose a guy in 10 days and Friday. Yeah. It's all that's going to play on Bravo for the next five days. <laughs> yes. Yes. That'll be it. That'll be it. No. Okay, guys. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. The reality is, is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lily. Some people say I'm too much, but she's just starting. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental, and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can take you down. Amanda Agosti. Some Amandas are tech spots, but this Amanda is as real as it gets. Ade Ade Dokun. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but actually I'm just smoking it. Paula Bretrude. If you think I'm a bitch, you're probably right, and you probably deserved it. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and I get it all. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back and also by unsolicited opinion. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great action. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Hadil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Srinidhi Subramaniam. I have four degrees, eight syllables, and zero Fs to give. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shade. Brianna Tooney. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. And finally, Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. 